Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayes Shir, number 317. We're going to talk about ways to fight fairly. This is a very important topic, and the word fight maybe scares people. Uh, you want to use the word disagree, but the truth is, is that healthy couples from great marriages usually quote-unquote fight or disagree just as much as unhealthy couples. The difference is how they go about it. You need to learn how to, I'm going to use the word fight here or disagree sometimes alternatively, but you basically need to learn how to disagree or fight in a fair way in which you're never mean. Happy couples, like we said, also disagree, but they have a deep respect for each other even as they are disagreeing and afterwards, even after the fight. Even if it's not resolved yet, and you haven't resolved yet, you feel this way, you feel that way, it wasn't resolved yet, you'll have to continue the conversation. But you leave off afterwards still feeling loved, feeling respected, feeling listened to, as opposed to unhealthy marriages where after a fight you feel humiliated and disrespectful. So one, they're going to bring a couple of eights here of when a disagreement comes up, how to do it in a very fear menschliche, healthy way. The first etza is is to use I statements. For example, you don't say, um, you basically what you're doing is, is you're accepting responsibility on how you are feeling. You're responsible for how you're feeling. You're not saying you always do this or you're to blame or, uh, you, you know, it's always you, you, you. But rather, I feel that this is you know, that this is hurting me. So, for example, instead of saying you never help around the house, you, instead you say, I feel taken for granted when you don't help with the chores together with me. In other words, you focus on the feeling that comes with your husband or wife's actions instead of the action itself. It's less, um, it create because if you say always you, I, I, but you do this, you do this, you do that, there's a certain defensiveness that automatically springs up. Well, if you tell them that I get upset or nervous or I get a little anxious when you behave this way, and as you tell your husband or wife when they, let's say they have a, some, a little bit of an anger issue, and you explain that, you know, when, when you blow up like that, it makes me feel scared or anxious or insecure or, or, help, or it causes me to shut down. And you're explaining your own process of emotions as you're going through that. So the less you focus on the you and say those I statements, it'll be helpful. The person listening will understand this, and they'll understand that they'll need to correct what they need to correct, but you use that, uh, and that's a very, very uh, important um, tool. Another thing to do when you're disagreeing, fighting, is to always keep the communication open. Once a disagreement comes up, there's no shutting the door or clamming up. Uh, We'll talk about later about how to Sometimes you need to postpone it if the emotions are heated, but you never bury something under the rug. Or you don't say uh, just, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's a done deal type of thing. You don't do that. Instead, what you do is you say like this. I don't understand your point of view yet. I don't necessarily agree with it, but and, and but we will take this up at a this in this particular time you know when you, you know so you keep it going if an if a disagreement wasn't yet resolved with a compromise or working it through and you need to discuss it further never shut the door 
Don't ex- insist that the argument is over and not open for discussion. Meaning, I'm I'm done with it. This is it. End of story. No, you can't do that. You need to uh, allow when there's a disagreement, you give each other the room and say, okay, if we haven't resolved this yet, but we will bring this up and we designate it. We don't procrastinate. You pick a time later to discuss it again, free of distractions, and give your husband or wife the undivided attention. When you do this, it shows that you're working together, which brings up to the third concept when you're arguing or disagreeing, to remember that you're always a team. You are always a team, just like Lahavdal in sports. There's something called an unselfish athlete, great athletes who are unselfish, meaning a great, for example, basketball player, um, there's two types. There's those very egotistical that always wants to throw in the shots and not share. And then the other one that has that whole team outlook that makes everyone else be better by feeding them the ball by the backs and forts and so on and so forth. Because they're a team. You remember you're on the same team. Even if you're disagreeing with something, good marriage basically this is the key. A good marriage takes priority over any possible argument. That's really the key in the back of both the husband's mind and the wife's mind. As they're disagreeing with something, it may be a trivial thing or maybe something that's not so trivial. Maybe even a, a more you know, serious type of thing that you're disagreeing about. But your marriage overall takes priority over everything else, over any argument. And we need to understand that. Another, another Aitza also is that when if let's say there agree a, a disagreement pops up or a fight pops up and either one of them husband or wife or the both of them feel that they're getting heated they're getting very emotionally upset and usually that happens you know in the first 3 4 minutes of it then what you need to do sometimes is to acknowledge and to tell each other you know one of them I'm, I'm very upset now let's just take a time out that is not bearing the argument under the rug. You will take the time later when you both are calmer and you designate that time and you do this, discuss that issue. So you're not burying it under the rug. You're not procrastinating like, okay, I don't want to deal with it now, so you want to just escape reality. That's not the reason behind this. The reason behind this is right now the emotions are high and there's a risk of saying something. You'll end up saying something because you're upset when you don't, you know, when you don't really mean it and you'll regret it later. So instead, you just simply tell each other, husband to wife, wife to husband, it now is not the time for a long-winded argument. Let's calm down and let's, um, you know, let's do, you know, let's um, take a break for now as this gets heated, a timeout. Sometimes you could work out a signal with one another. And that's interesting with, you know, you talk about simonim, about physical intimacy, but people have simonim for other things too. You could have like a, 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 a like a thing with emotion of the hand that both of them know that they tell each other as they're disagreeing with something. And then when, if it gets like they're like upset, then one of them just like makes a motion of the hand, the other one understands. That means, what that means is, is not we're burying it under the rug and not that we're not going to discuss it. And not with that we're not going to escape reality, but right at this moment, I'm very upset or it's just I don't have a head for it now, and let's just move it on. It's interesting, just like Agav, I, we have an interesting, uh, uh, you know, it's it's on video here, uh, audio, so I can't really explain it, but it's sort of like uh, when um, we have a topic on, a, on, a, on the Shabbos table, wherever it is, with all the kids and, and my wife and everything else, and then a topic comes up, 
that we know it shouldn't be talked about. Not not even even if it's not if it's lush and hard for sure, you have to put a stop to it right away. I don't mean lush and hard. I mean just a sensitive topic or something that doesn't really fit in the Shabbos table or in the discussion right now. So we have this like motion with putting our hand over, like going over something to say let's get let's go over this conversation. Let's move past it. We'll get back to it at a different time. But right now, this is not the the the. The, the, what to discuss it. So it's like humorous because when this topic gets shifted to that type of area, uh, most of my family knows they make that motion. Like, you know, let's move on to the next topic. So couples could do the same thing. They could have the certain codes with even hand movements. So they don't necessarily always have to verbalize it. When a disagreement comes up and they're upset about it or whatever it is, and right now is not a good time because you're not, you're emotional about it, you need to calm down, so you make this signal, either you say directly, now is not the time, let's just do this later, or you make that signal that you're the, hus- the husband or wife that he- sees that signal, will understand, okay, yes, we'll, we'll talk about it a little later, but then you say it, you know, whenever it's later, it's later. Remember always, the marriage needs to survive, not your opinions. Uh, looking back, Sometimes it is an important, real important thing. Like we always said, if there's a disagreement that really doesn't come to, uh, you know, you can't resolve it and it's a decision that has to be made, you may have to ask a rav, a mentor. But there's always ways to work it work it out. Another big, tremendous concept when you're disagreeing and, and mother, husbands and wives disagreeing pertaining to the chenech when the kids see it. The parents are the first model for the children to know what it means to disagree in a fair way, to even fight in a menschlicher way. That's part of the chinuch. People make a mistake and don't, you know, let's go to the other room and the kids see that there's something wrong and, you know, and, and they keep everything in the privacy. We talked about it before that there were one person who um, wrote books about how to heal to prevent divorces and things like that and she herself... Um, her parents divorced when they announced to her as a teenage girl that her that 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 their her parents are divorcing. She was in utter shock because they never fought, they never fought, they always kept it quiet. Now, of course, when it comes to sensitive topics between husband and wife that children are not supposed to hear about, then of course you have to do that in the privacy between the two of you. The children shouldn't get mixed up into your own disagreements and fights. I'm not talking about that. Talking about the regular light type fighting, the light type fighting of normal regular disagreements that come up, uh, um, you know, when you're, let's say, going on a vacation trip or even by a Shabbos table or wherever it is. And, and it's something that is a disagreement that the kids, uh, you know, could be aware of and this and that. The learning, the chinuch of interacting with each other in a menschlicher way, how you resolve a problem, and then and, and to do it in a in a way where they both respect each other, love each other, and how they talk to each other, even when they're in a disagreement with one another, is something that's a tremendously positive chinuch for the children, because what children uh, what happens is children one out of two things: either there's an avoidance, they never see their parents to communicate about anything, and then they have that going into their adulthood and into their own marriages, will they'll be shut down, or they'll become withdrawn, or they'll become evasive and things like that. Or the other way around, if their parents blew up at each other and it was always yelling matches and they fought in terrible ways, 
that could also feed a habit that later the child won't know how to handle normal disagreements and blow up and blow things out of proportion, and it'll affect their adult lives, and it'll affect their adult marriages as they grow up. So the key really is, uh, on, on, on parents of children, in your own shalom bias, you have the kayach, it's not just between you and your husband, you and your wife, to make your shalom bias better, but you're actually, in essence, breaking bad habits. By teaching your, your children and learning and being mechanech them, that when you have a, that you have a disagreement, that you don't withdraw from each other, and when you have a disagreement, you don't fight in a mean way, Khalila, but you work it through and express your opinions, and each one listens to one another and work together as they resolve a solution. So remember, like we said, there's certain issues that a husband and wife disagree on or need to talk about, and it needs to be private. So it's not the children's business, things regarding physical intimacy aspects, things regarding, um, let's say, um, a particular child about the chinuch, a particular child, and all the children are there, you can't talk about it in front of all the children. It's none of their siblings' business. So obviously there are situations where it's necessary to keep that disagreement between yourselves and that the children should know about it. But the lighter fighting, the lighter disagreements, the well-managed, normal you know, annoyances and little fights and things like that of, of, of that is a healthy thing to express. Let's say, you know, even by a Shabbos table or dinner table. And, uh, you know, even if, let's say, the, the, the parents are saying they're they want to go on vacation alone, you know, the, the kids are, let's say, a little bit older or whatever it is, we're going away. And we haven't decided yet where we're going to do it. You see, m- mommy wants to do this and Tati wants to do that. And 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 we're we're not sure because each one wants to do their own what they really want, okay? And then I think it, and it's clear that it's a very very healthy thing. That it's a very healthy thing that the kids watch this. They watch, you know, that the you see the mother and father going back and forth with each other. You know, maybe this. You know, I, I really enjoy you. You enjoy running around, which is excellent. And but. I need, you know, I don't go on vacation often and I'm very wiped out. And uh, for me, it's reading a book to a beach. And you like running around. And, 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 and they, they work out their differences. So this is more like a, I wouldn't call it the word parav, but a more neutral type of a disagreement with the, with the kids. If they hear about it, it, it's a normal thing. And that is a very healthy thing uh, to do. So remember this as follows. Because what happens is, is very often in early years, shiny, shiny years, whatever it is, when they get into their first arguments, first of all, a lot of times they don't yet have the skills to learn how to fight in a, in a calm, respectful way. That's possible. But also they get traumatized because they, they again have this notion in their head is, you know, we're supposed to be like one and here we're like night and day in these issues and it's coming up a lot. So what's going on? And they get frightened by it and, 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 and nervous by it. And it gets and it fuels. It's like a vicious cycle. So if you understand though that it's okay and normal to have disagreements, even the word "quote unquote" fighting sometimes, but you do it in a respectful, loving way, then you get stronger from this. The marriage actually gets stronger. That when you do connect in a loving way, later, 
after the fight, or even if you didn't resolve it fully yet, but you did that argument in a respectful way, the connection between the two of you get deeper and deeper, way more than if you would have never had such an argument. Not every argument is meant to be avoided. Some, some things in life need to be faced directly, and we need to learn how to face it with a dignity, with a respect, and with a, a certain ahava and an empathy. So again, just to, to review this in a nutshell, one method is using the I statements, not that you are like attacking you, you, are, you did this, you blow up, you're responsible, but I feel when you get angry, I get very anxious, or I feel that when you don't do any of the chores, I feel overwhelmed, or I feel that I'm not you know, respected, or I feel alone. So the I feel helps also diffuse it. The, the, your partner, husband, or wife will get the message anyway. And, and they'll get it in a more calmer way, and they'll be more receptive to listen. And always keep the communication open. Never shut the door. Never insist that an argument is over and not open for discussion. You, or you don't bury it under the rug. You say, we'll discuss it later. And again, if indeed it's heated in the first few minutes and you need that break, you make a signal with one another or just say to one another, we're not burying this under the rug. We will talk about this, but right now I'm upset. You're upset. Let's just... Hold off, calm down, and we'll address it, you know, in a couple of hours, in a day, and so on. Remember also, in front of your, your children, like we just said, and also remember that you're a team. That's really the Nakuda. You're working towards the same goal. You're making, you have difference of opinions and things, but you're working towards the same goal. Ahava v'achva v'shalom v'reyos. That's what it is. Up there in Shemayim. We don't understand this concept, but the idea is that Michal is made out of fire, Gabriel is made out of water, not literally, obviously. And nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there, so even though the, this is a Malach of Esh, and this is a Malach of Mayim, this is fire, this is water, they coexist and get along. And with the Ish and Isha, husband and wife, it's the same thing. The Shechin is there, they'll get along, and even when there's differences, you fuse it into harmony, into oneness, and then you end up getting the love becomes much deeper and much, uh, much, much more deeper when you had these bumps in the roads of disagreements and you learn the skills to handle it in a respectful way. You come out a lot more stronger. Bracha and to you all.